My name is Mark Taylor. I'm an artist in the northeast. I paint landscapes and seascapes, mainly of the North Shields Fish Key, the fishing boats, and the coastline around here. The work that I paint up and down the coast is massively in inspired by my father who was also an artist and lifeboatman. He was on the Blythe lifeboat which is about eight miles up the coast from Tynemouth where I'm based. Growing up watching him go out to sea going down the slipway as it was at Blythe back then had a rather class and then later on had a Waverley and seeing him going out when the pager went off and my mum would be picking us up from the lifeboat station uh, you know, would race down in the car uh, with uh, with his pager going off, and that adrenaline kind of it's it's contagious when you when you're growing up and you think one day I'd like to do that. And equally, as an artist growing up, seeing my dad being a successful commercial artist painting landscapes and seascapes and local scenes, and I'm very lucky to be able to continue uh, that work. Um, he painted in a style with a palette knife and oils and he showed me that technique and after he passed away I continued uh, his legacy, his artwork and his style and uh, I've, I've made it my own but it's all based on a love for the sea and the fishing industry and the harbour. It's my surroundings, it's, it's what I'm passionate about. Fifteen years on from, from joining, uh, I've worked my way up initially as standard deck crew on the seven-class lifeboat through the role of, as navigator. At the same time as building up to be navigator, I, I trained on the, on the D-class uh, on an inshore lifeboat and became helm. So I've been a helm for about... Um, 11 years now uh, on the D class, recently passed out as coxswain on the 7 class. Okay, so a big uh, shout, which I remember being a difficult but very rewarding uh, shout for all the crew. I'd just become navigator, I think I was fresh out back from online college. I think it was my f first shout as a newly qualified navigator. I came down to the station and uh, the coxswain, Michael uh, Nugent, uh, standing. And it was different from usual because normally it would be the first six down and we'd be off, out to sea. And he was standing saying, right, can you commit, you know, do you need to go to work to, to each member of crew who came down? And being self-employed artist, I was able to say, yes, I can commit. I, I, I have no time restraints to be back. It turned out that we were going to be going around 100 nautical miles. It ended up being 110 nautical miles out to sea to perform a search. Uh, and with that sort of range, we knew that we'd be going out and only have one chance basically one chance to do one search pattern and either be in the right location or else we'd have to then turn back without finding the casualty because of our limitations and fuel we would have to c come back straight away after doing one search 
So to work out where this casualty was was massively important. And I sat as a navigator in the seat, going through all of the training which we we'd just been had been given. We headed out, and I give a course uh, to where it would be in basically in the middle of the North Sea over an area called the Dogger Bank. Um, the helicopter had uh, been uh, circling that area. It had communicated with um, the casualty vessel. The helicopter had gone back uh, to refuel and uh, was going to uh, refuel and then come back and try to assist with the search. And uh, the helicopter were able to give us a, a location, which we were able to then hone in and uh, go to his, um, you know, go to his rescue. We, it was rough seas. We had to put the Y boat in the water and transfer a member of crew across um, with a salvage pump, uh, and then uh, that with the crew pumping with the chap so they took 20 minutes on and 20 minutes off each pumping uh, to keep the boat afloat while we towed it back for um, a further 13, 14 hours I think it was to get back to um, Sunderland and uh, it, at, yes it is it's recorded as the furthest out lightboat shout in RNLI history and uh, it was fantastic to think that I was a freshly trained navigator. Um, I was able to use that training to go and save someone to the limits of uh, our capabilities and then bring them back safely after finding them. It was, uh, it was a great feeling and the, the crew, uh, it was a long very tiring shout, but it was uh, the most rewarding uh, feeling to, to bring that person home safe. Since being a very small boy and watching my father go out to sea, as I've grown up and been able to continue in that legacy in, 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 in an artistic way and as, as, as a lifeboatman, you know, when the pager goes off at four in the morning and you kiss your kids, you know, just in case you don't come home, just like, like my dad did. And um, to continue that, we put ourselves in danger to save people what we don't know. And we leave our families not knowing if you're going to come home or not. And that's, that's what you do, because... You want to save people, you know, you want to go out and um, bring them home. People who shouldn't, potentially, shouldn't be coming home that night. And you want to bring them home and um, and bring them back to their families. All the the waves and the conditions and the sunrises and sunsets, you know, when you're on a, on a shout, you're not, st st I'm, not, I'm certainly not standing there with a camera, uh, but it's the sort of thing where, me being on the lifeboat is a massive inspiration to to my work. I, I love being able to be part of the coast, uh, bringing uh, people 
home which may not have come home uh, and uh, the boats I, I, I love boats and the way that the sea and the roll and you can it's never a, f a flat image there's always so much life in it and uh, I love being able to document that in my work it's a massive inspiration uh, and uh, I'd love to be able to continue links with my artwork with the work I do with Yarn Lai as well. Hello, this is Joanna Scanlon. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.